time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, killer comedy director and producer. You know his work from Key and Peel and tons of sitcoms like the Mary Tyler Moore show. No, wait, that's Parks and Rec and stuff like that. Payman Benz. Payman and I are going to be playing The Devil's Dozen. 12 killer questions. Can he take the pressure? Of course he can. He works in show business. But first, time for the Waterhouse Update. Brought to you by Hall & Oates. The food truck that delivers a mellow duo of oatmeals right to your door. NBA, Minnesota Fires coach Ryan Saunders. The T-Wolves own the worst record in the league. I've seen more spunk in the sofa lounge at a weed shop. Lakers lost to Washington. That's like Jeff Ross losing a roast battle to Jim Nance. Brooklyn, like the career of Lori Laughlin's kid, back from the dead. And Utah, like a fat German in a hot tub. They just keep coming at you. That wrap-up sponsored by Menadryl, the erection pill. College hoops, Gonzaga and... And Baylor, a CBS detective series with Cheech Marin and Gerald McCraney. No, the top two teams in the nation. Wisconsin, uglier than a Portuguese restoration of a Virgin Mary painting. That wrap-up sponsored by Susie QAnon, the snack cake filled with sweet conspiracy. America's pastime. Now Nat storming the Capitol with people you just met at a weird bar. Baseball. Mariners GM Kevin Mather resigned after making disparaging comments about his own roster on a Zoom call. Said Mather, Hey, I didn't unzip my fly, so it worked. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1958, the place Havana, Cuba, race car champ Juan Manuel Fangio kidnapped by Fidel Castro's rebels. Fangio was rescued by his pit crew in a record 8.3 seconds with a tire change. This Waterhouse update brought to you by the Thunder Burps, the Air Force belching team. Now, folks, a word from my real sponsor, Mini Undies. They got uh, this sleepwear and loungewear and underwear. They got it down, and you can rest easy with that conscious of yours because they start with sustainably sourced beechwood trees. They grow them. It's all green and uh, organic and all that stuff. Then they take it. Somehow they turn it into a pulp, turn that into a yarn, and from that they make the softest underwear you'll ever feel. And get this. It gets softer with each washing and they make it in all kinds of color, uh, the whole, fun for the whole family. They got uh, solid uh, classic colors. They got bright colors. They got patterns with flames and dinosaurs and all kinds of stuff for kids. So kids, uh, women, men, uh, relatives, you, the whole nine yards. Here's the deal for my listeners. Any first time purchasers, you get 15% off plus free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get 15% off your first order plus free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash pain. Like this is part of the title of the show, Play With Pain. That's meundies.com slash pain. 
get me undies, incredible underwear right to your door. Now, finally, talk time. My guest today, great comedy writer, director, producer, who started in the industry at six foot one, but felt it was too intimidating as a director. So he willed himself down to five eight. The hilarious Payment Benz. Payment, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually down to five five at this point. I've oh, been- man. So you're working a lot. That's what that means. I'm working a lot. Okay, let's dive right into the devil's dozen. Here's how this works, Payment. I ask 12 mind-bending questions, and here's the twist. You answer them. (laughs) Number one, NBA with no fans. More fun or less fun to watch? Because I know you're a big NBA fan. Less fun. Way less. Less fun. Yeah, I'm having trouble watching it without fans. Oh, really? Yeah. See, because I think in some ways you can concentrate on strategy better for the team and the fans. Like if you're watching the game with no fans, nobody's playing to the crowd. Uh, So you can kind of focus on actually what they're doing. And that's sort of a kind of strategically an improvement. But you're right. No chance at an ugly fan brawl at Ron Artest climbing into the stands and uh, taking somebody's jaw off. We, we haven't had a malice in a while. <laughs> no, no. That's sponsored, incidentally, by Needle and Thread, the Amish bedazzler. So you, you, <laughs> you would rather have fans in the stands, even if you're watching at home. Just what is it? The excitement, the, the it's, palpability? It's, it's like, yeah, it's the energy. And, and I like that it changes the game. It affects how the players play. It's, That's it's, true it's, momentum. It's like a show. I kind of yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dives right into question number two. The NBA players, are they like, is it like stand up where when there's no crowd, they, uh, stand ups will tend to give less effort? Or is it like improv when there's no crowd? It doesn't matter. They're in their own world. It's, it's all about the, the action that they're getting themselves. Right. Maybe it's Which like- way do you think it leans? I, maybe more stand up, huh? Maybe we're standing, but it's a little bit like improv that the only people in the stands are people that work with you. <laughs> that might be the only. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Other basketball players admiring yeah. your work. Exactly. <laughs> and staff who hope to one day be in your position. You're right. So it's very similar to improv. Maybe we should throw out a play suggestions like they would at improv. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Box and one, you know, something like that. <laughs> they say, hey, that's sponsored by Glassinine, the eyeglasses that help you see stupidity coming. Question number three, over oh, a, a fourth of the way through our devil's dozen. Should the NBA playoff bubble have its own strip club just for safety? Uh, I think for they should for just strictly for mental health. I think the I think the players need it. They seem to desire it. Yeah, and, it's oddly an, an issue that they. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really strange. And they are on the cutting edge. Uh, Adam Silver and the, that whole crew. So, uh, so maybe they do it. Maybe they're the first to just say this is important. To our players. <laughs> so we're going to have, we're going to call it the double dribble or something. I don't know. Yeah. 
what they can do with it. But maybe they do it. Maybe they figure out a way to do it. Sponsored by Abracadaver, the world's best dead magician. Or is he? (laughs) (laughs) Question number four. Ooh, now we're a third of the way through this thing. Why does guy after guy after guy forget that he's on Zoom? I mean, it. It's it's they're just marching them off a plank to their career death, whether it's sports like this Mather guy from the Mariners or whether it's that guy from the New Yorker who just unzipped his pants on a zoom. Guys can't seem to lock in. Uh, You know, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the human version of throwing fake throwing a tennis ball to your dog. That's what it is. And men, I, I don't see women getting into trouble on the Zoom calls. No, 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 no. It's men. Yeah. Well, they're they're more. The women are more hyper aware, and they're we're we're like we're men are more like animals. We're just kind of like, all right, I'm just where I am. Everything else is out of sight, out of mind. Women are <laughs> conscious of I'm on camera right now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's as simple as well. You would appreciate this as a director. They. They forget where the frame is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Or Men have no idea. Maybe you'd know that as a director. You, have to, you probably have to remind guys more than women where the frame is. Yeah. I mean, no woman would like accidentally be a cat in a, in a, in a legal meeting like that guy was. Like, yeah. That just wouldn't happen. Because <laughs> no. they have brains. Sponsored. It's, oh, you'll like this one. Hopscotch. The scotch that brings out the kid in you. All right. Question number five. Speaking of of, uh, of throwing a tennis ball to your dog, what award could your dog Laney win at the Westminster Kennel Club show at the big show? What if they had a category that that your dog would excel at and win at? What would that be? Um, I'd say. sleepiest baby <laughs> we get the sleepiest baby award really your dog lenny knocks out she if i if i'm on a walk and there's even just the tiniest bit of sun and i stop for five seconds i look i can't pull her and i look down and she's full-on asleep on the on the sidewalk <laughs> wow she's an old soul yeah definitely <laughs> she's like a 90 year old cuban guy out for a walk just going to stop at every seat and have coffee and a nap. <laughs> that is brilliant. Our cat, we have four cats. One of them would easily win the food stealing competition if they had that. It's like he's like uh, Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Just drops down. Never saw. Boom. Gone. He was part of SEAL Team 6. I'm pretty sure he's stealthy. He gets food. It's ridiculous. Crazy. Brought to you by Pontius Airline Pilots. We'll crucify anyone entering our cockpits. Come on, everybody. (laughs) Come on, everybody. (laughs) Number six. We're halfway through the devil's dozen. As a writer-director, the moment you hate the most in any sports movie, I should say writer-director, producer, of, of tremendous comedy. You have done all kinds of comedy, comedy sketches, movies, everything. What, what, what is the, 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 
the most hated when you know it's coming, you're watching a sports movie and you go, oh God, not this movie, not this scene again. It could be generic or it could be specific to a certain movie. Like I love Rocky. I love Rocky, love the movie Rocky, but face it with that level of punching in their, in their fighting, they would be dead halfway <laughs> through the first round. Absolutely dead. Yeah. Yeah. So that irritates the hell out of me. Is there, and that's sort of generic to boxing movies, but very specific, especially that first Rocky where they're constantly like that. And you go, Oh no, no, you would just have a dislocated jaw. Yeah. And they'd have taken, yeah, this fight would have been called on 13 seconds. <laughs> so as a director, especially what's the, what's the moment you at least look forward to in a sports movie. It kind of goes across m- most sports. It's that when I don't believe, uh, I don't believe the reality of the sports. If, if I don't believe like if the uh, actor has bad form uh, yeah. or a lot of times there'd be I, in baseball specifically, there'd be the shot of the actor hitting the ball and then it cuts to a home run. And I'm like, no, no, that's maybe a liner in the gap. I saw the angle. That ball was not elevating. That ball was right. like a double. Maybe yes. um, it's when they, it's when they get the sports wrong or in basketball, when someone yeah. takes a shot and then they t- do a shot of the backboard and the ball goes in, I turn the TV off. If that goes Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't watch that. My favorite, My favorite uh, moment like that was um, uh, in uh, um, fear strikes out, which is the Jimmy Pearsall story. Jimmy Pearsall, great player, Chicago White Sox, uh, Boston Red Sox, I think. Uh, Boston Red Sox, then later in his career, the White Sox. But he was like, he, he had some mental problems, but he ran the bases backwards. The, he was the guy who did that. He hit a home run, ran the bases backwards. Oh, wow. Um, <clears throat> excellent movie. But they got uh, Anthony Perkins. They got Tony Perkins to play Jimmy Pearsall. And he's an unbelievable actor. Right. So he had the nuts part down cold. Right. But and then they cut around everything else, oh, <laughs> and they, uh, yeah. So they literally, you know, at, at one point they had to show him, you know, fielding a ball at third and throwing the first, and it was literally like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and and then went, then well, say, boy, and it's then good. Tony say, Perkins is that good an actor because, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he kind of sold the rest of the movie, but that was irritating as all hell. Okay. Uh, incidentally, that's sponsored by Pandemodium. Get rid of your diarrhea in one chaotic blast with Pandemodium. Question number seven ties into this. As a showbiz guy, what story in sports would make a great movie to you that hasn't been done yet? Uh-huh. I'm going to go. I'll give you time to think of it. I'm going to go Serena Williams, but starring Leslie Jones. Boom. Curveball. Oh. Oh, yeah. Wow. Because then you get the richness of her, but you also find some comedy in it. Yeah. And I don't know where you'd find the comedy. That's up to you guys, the showbiz guys who make the movies. But yeah. Leslie Jones just uh, just chewing someone a new asshole on a on a tennis court. That's I would pay to see that scene. That's pretty great. I think. What do you think? What what? It, what story out there hasn't been told yet that when every time you see it, you go, damn it, somebody should make a movie of that. Uh, I honestly, I feel like someone should make a movie about uh, the, the 
uh, Reggie Miller, New York Knicks uh, uh, rivalry. I just feel like we don't, every time I watch a, a doc or a 30 for 30 about that, it's just so juicy that I feel like I want to know what was going on. Yeah. Ring, Cause that, I mean, it was like in the paper, people were showing up to go after Spike Lee. Like I, that I, I want to see that dramatized. Yeah. It transcended sports. And I got into the sort of social fabric of the country kind of prior to the social media. If that had all happened with social media, wow. Oh, you'd already crazy. have a, a Netflix uh, eight part <laughs> limited series. Yeah. And you'd, and the Hulu trailer would come out the same day for their version. Like, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, starring a, a key. He'd be good at that. He'd be good as Reggie Miller. Oh yeah. Keegan Michael key. Oh yeah. Can he play ball? He probably play ball. I'm sure he can. I, he's so athletic. I, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. And they did it. Yeah. I mean, he's so physical. Yeah. I actually did a project. Well, I wouldn't say a project. I worked with the Keegan Michael key and it ties into something you love very much. It was called pet star. Oh, <laughs> on yeah. the animal. On the animal oh, I think I remember hearing about this. Yeah. <laughs> he hosted it as a guest on it. Hey, that's sponsored by my a guest judge, my pillow case. Make any pillow your pillow with my pillow case. Question number eight. You are a Clippers fan. What's your biggest superstition surrounding the Clippers when you're watching a game or when it gets tight and you want to give your team a little extra? What do you, Payman Benz, incredible director, producer, writer, what do you do to give that team uh, that fictitious oomph that can't possibly help, but maybe there is karma and it actually does help? Uh, sometimes if the game is, uh, if the other team is starting to come back, I will turn off the TV for about 10 or 15 minutes and just check in on a Clipper chat. Cause I feel like me watching it is making them. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yes. The classic jinx. Yeah. I have the power to jinx my own team. Yeah. I know that very well. I do that through the entirety of university of Wisconsin, Badger basketball. We'll not watch it from the tip off. Really? Too much agita. Just yeah. check the score app every 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. That's all I can do. Whereas football, watch the entire thing. No matter if they're getting their ass handed to them, I'll watch the entire thing. I will not wear the opposition team colors uh, the entire week leading up to a football game. Oh, wow. Oh, I like yeah. that. That's, That's kind of crazy. Sponsored by the Marianas Trench Coat, featuring the deepest pockets in the business. Question nine. <laughs> <laughs> the single best food you've ever had at a sporting event. Think about it. I, uh, I had the, you know, you probably know this. I am the voice of the international speed fishing championships, which is of course a combination of speed skating and ice fishing team sport, five member teams, international sport, auger your own ice hole, skate around it with a line in the water, five lines at the same time crazy sport but the walleye up in cheddar falls wisconsin unbelievable wow. quick fried and butter little oregano good night you're home free uh you have to eat it though uh on like foil or your glove because it's too cold up there for plates oh my gosh yeah yeah but great walleye that's the best food i've ever had at a sporting event how about you what's the best food honestly it's the 
just basic chips and nacho cheese and jalapeno rings from San Jose arena where the sharks play. I've never had nachos as good as that place. They just, they have the best chips and their cheese just works. It's wow. The best thing I've ever eaten at a game. Is it pump cheese or do you think they melt it? Actual cheese that's melted or. I, no, it's definitely not real cheese, <laughs> but like the consistency <laughs> is like perfect. They have the right chip. Like I, I, I think about those nachos often. <laughs> wow. You're fantasizing now yeah. about hockey arena nachos. This isn't, ch- this isn't ballpark nachos. This no. is a hockey arena where even the jalapeno delivery guys go, Oh, that's the hockey arena. Give them the cans on the bottom shelf. <laughs> Come out of here. <laughs> that's that's dangerous. Sponsored, incidentally, by tea. When there's no other choice but scalding water, try tea. Question number 10. Can Utah win the NBA championship? They've got the best record by three or four games right now. In the entirety of the NBA, the closest would be um, uh, the the the, uh, the Clips and the Lakers. I think I don't even think the East has a team that's 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 within uh, five games of Utah right now. I think if fans are back by the playoffs, they have a good shot because Utah's fans make a big difference. Uh, oh, now this not- is where uh, yeah, this ties into that question earlier. Here is where, in a specific <laughs> example, live fans would really help because yeah, at some point Utah is going to wake up and go, Oh my God, we have the best record in the NBA. And at that point, their fans would kind of fill them up, fill the hole. Yeah. Their fans are really loud. That's a hard place for road teams to go into. I think if they don't have that, they're playing really well, but I don't, they haven't done anything in the playoffs for me to think that they could beat like a LeBron team. I just, I still feel like LeBron knows how to win. So, um, and I also am getting a sneak. You're starting to see Brooklyn put it together and it's a little, you really are. Yeah. A little terrifying. (laughs) So. uh, Yeah. Especially with the bucks kind of falling off the pace a notch from where they were last year, at least. Yeah. Uh, That opens up the East a a lot. And uh, the nets look like they're ready to take advantage sponsored by you drive. The app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to (laughs) go. That's peak capitalism right there. (laughs) (laughs) Question number 11. Oh, we're, we're, we're coming to, we're down the home stretch of this devil's dozen. Is NBA commissioner Adam Silver the grandson of Nosferatu? I think he is Nosferatu. <laughs> yeah. And forget grandson. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Those guys last forever, don't they? Yeah, I think he is. <laughs> what am I thinking? <laughs> Rasputin looks at Adam Silver and goes, I got to get out of here. He's giving me a bad vibe. <laughs> Sponsored by Thumbtacks, the high-tech pushpin that sticks itself in. Wow. Technology's come so far. And finally, <laughs> question number 12. What's with all the hubbub about Mars? I mean, let's unfreeze the pipes in Lubbock, okay? I mean, it's beautiful and it's incredible, but but seriously, I'm not I'm not doubting why we're going to Mars, but it's such a big deal right now. How do you feel about it? Is it something that's cutting edge technology that's going to get us to 
someplace we haven't been? Or is it just show business? I, or is it somewhere in between? I feel like it's going to end up being terrible. Like every your people, like after a certain amount of time, your body will just like implode, <laughs> like being on that planet. I'm that will not be in my lifetime, so I'm not worried about it. It just it so seems like a bad. I, I've seen enough movies to know it's a bad idea. <laughs> it's, it's a bad idea. Not happening on my watch. You know what? That's the uh, Z generation, Generation Z. They can worry about exploding yeah. on Mars. Exactly. We have other crap to do, like wear masks and beat a virus. Sponsored by Nick Saban Cadillac Subaru. You're going to get a car whether you like it or not at Nick Saban Cadillac Subaru. My guest today, the hilarious non-prick director, and that's hard to be in Hollywood, Payment Benz. Follow Payment on Twitter, at Payment Benz. What do you got coming up? I know you're just involved in a project you loved a lot that we can catch on one of those streaming services, a, a sitcom that you did. What's what's on the plate for payment, Benz? There's, I mean, I haven't shot anything in a while, but I'm going back to work on Black Monday season three pretty soon. So, oh, that is a great show. So that'll be that'll be. I'm guessing it'll be out in the fall, but that's just me guessing <laughs> completely. But I got Don Cheadle. Uh, uh Yaster Lester's on that. No, they got a bunch of great. Uh Regina Hall. Oh, she kills Horatio it. Sands, like Andrew Reynolds. Yeah, it's a it's a dynamite cast. Horatio Sands, maybe uh most underrated comic guy uh, out there right now. He's amazing. That, he that just I smile funny. every time he says anything. It's the best. <laughs> That's a good start. Yeah. Payment, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and finishing a devil's dozen. A lot of people don't get through it because it throws them for a loop. <laughs> I don't know how. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Waterhouse. Follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. His album, What Was I Thinking? Streaming now everywhere. The Chet Waterhouse mugs are up on jeffcesario.com too. Uh, just go click on that, buy one of those puppies. That's a good little gift for your sports buddy fans. Uh, thanks to all of you for listening and thanks to my sponsor, meundies.com. If you want more of me this weekend, and this is real, me and Adam Felber's cousin, Bodie Wise, are going to simulcast the Clippers-Bucks game this Sunday, 3.30 Eastern, only on the Stereo app. It's easy. Here's all you got to do. Download the Stereo app. Watch the game on ABC, but listen to us. Catch our call. It's way more entertaining. Uh, it's a lot more fun. And I know you as a Clippers fan, Payment Benz, you might have to do this. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, it is fun. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.